Hello everybody, this is Melanie and this week's recording is similar to the last one. Ojore and me had that talk about Mad and a talk about the riots and lootings on the same day. <laughs> on the day my recording was so badly messed up. If you have listened to the last recording about Mad, you know what I'm talking about. Um, the part or, well, the calls we were talking about today's subject was especially messed up. Really, really badly messed up. Um, to those who don't know how prison calls work, um, the prisoners have to sign up to get the phone. There's a list and they have to yeah sign up for special for certain times. They, they want to have the phone. And one call is about 15 minutes. So the prisoner calls and usually you have 15 minutes before the phone hangs up. And depending on how long the prisoner is allowed to have the phone, he can call you back or can call someone else. So uh, it's dependent on the prisoner and on the time how long he has the phone. Sometimes there are difficulties and some obstacles. Uh, for example, we also had already a situation that Ojore called me, but the lady who makes the announcement that I have a call from the San Quentin State Prison didn't talk. So there was just silence or some strange noises and nothing happened. Also, we had already the situation that lady talked and in the end she always says to accept this call, say or dial five now. And there was no beep, you know. So, yeah, I was pressing the five button and yelling into the phone, five, 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 five. <laughs> and nothing happened. Um, that's it. Or those situations happen too. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm laughing because you know if I wouldn't laugh, um, I just would get angry. Um, it can be really annoying. So um, yeah, I think our problem was back then when we did the recording for the last podcast episode and for this one. Uh, we announced it. Um, I told him, or we we agreed to doing the recording with the next calls. And um, yeah, it, it was so, so badly messed up. I did a test. We had a talk this week, not for, uh, not as recording, not for this podcast, just an ordinary one. And uh, I did a small test, you know, I recorded a part of our talk and well, everything worked very, very well. You know, no background noise, no nothing messed up. Everything was clear. So next time he calls me and when we do the next recording for the next episode, um, I decided to just start talking, you know, like a natural talk. No announcement that we're going to do this now. So I won't have those problems again because, uh, yeah, in the original talking, uh, in the <laughs> original, in the original recording, <laughs> we are talking at the same time. 
So me posing questions, him as answering those questions at the same time. Then the discussion we had, that, that was just too chaos. You know, there was just hardly, you hardly can understand any one of us <laughs> because it was just talking at the same time and it was just, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you get ear cancer if you listen to this. So it was a real challenge for me to separate our voices. The good thing for the MAD recording was I had posted the questions I got from you via messages or email. So I could, um, you know, add my questions afterwards and then his answers. But this time it's different because we had a real discussion. We were exchanging our opinions about the riots, about the lootings, about what's going on, uh, what rumors um, came to Germany, you know, what I heard about what's going on in the US and what he heard what's going on. And yeah, just exchanging opinions and, you know, hearsay, so, so to say, the news. Uh, it was very interesting, but um, yeah, just too messed up. So <laughs> um, I decided to cut off my comments and um, my opinions because um, this channel is all about Ojore. It's about his fight for justice and freedom. It's about him. And I assume that that you are interested in his opinions, in what he has to say. So um, my opinion doesn't really count, you know. Um, it, this is not about me. This is all about him. So I, I cut off my opinion, my comments, my statements and um, connected all of his parts, what he was saying. I connected everything of that. Uh, together so when you're listening to uh, him speaking now it can happen that it's a bit out of order um, that there are some jumps from one subject to the other subject and then back to the last subject because uh, like I said we had a real discussion discussion and um, talked about riots looting and also the black lives matter movement and yeah after some time you know um yeah there there was you know memories coming up ah remembering ah, i i also heard about this and oh yeah i heard about that and this was happening and oh that happened too and um so there are some jumps and also um some of his statements are repeated so he repeats himself you just have to imagine that in between <laughs> there's also me usually there would be me talking and speaking so uh yeah it could be a bit um yeah <laughs> uh it could be a bit confusing at times when you listen to the, those recordings now or to these recordings now but um that was the best result I got. Um, yeah, I'm technically uh, a little bit an idiot. 
I'm not no real no not really into techniques. Uh, this was really hard work for me. <laughs> it took me a longer time. So um, that's also why this recording is a bit delayed. Um, yeah, <laughs> it just drove me crazy. I hope next time um, will be much better. <laughs> so yeah, all right. This is just for you to explain why this recording and also well the last for the last one i already explained why it is a bit different than the recordings before and this is to explain why this recording is a bit different as well so uh, next time i hope we will have a normal an ordinary talk <laughs> and um Yeah, all right. So enjoy listening to Ojore talking about the riots and looting and the Black Lives Matter movement now. Yeah, here you go. Enjoy. Well, me personally, I wouldn't call them riots. They're not riots. It's an uprising. When people have an uprising, you know, property destruction and all that is going to happen. You know, when America goes to another country like Afghanistan or when they went to Iraq, for instance, and they bombed the buildings, no, nobody, you know, talk about, talked about the buildings that they bombed. You know, if you look in Mosul right now in Iraq, it's, it's in rubble because of all the buildings that was bombed by America. Nobody looks at those buildings as being a major issue when human life of what ISIS was doing, people were more concerned with human life. And in this situation, we shouldn't be concerned with buildings being burned or looted. We should be concerned with human life. Buildings can be rebuilt. You know, people's lives can be rebuilt. Once people's lives are taken away, that's it and that's all. And I would like to say, from what I've seen on the TV, I haven't seen much violence by the protesters, you know, because building, burning buildings and looting buildings, that's not violence. I see violence on the, by the hands of the police. I just seen on the TV yesterday, they pushed a 73-year-old man down, and when one of the officers who pushed him down went to help him, another officer basically told him not to do it and keep walking. You know, a 73-year-old man, this is an elderly man that they pushed down to the ground and left there on the ground. You know, I heard from yeah. one of my cousins uh, yesterday, too, in, in a letter. You know, she was talking about mm -hmm. looting, and I was just like, really? Like, man, people out there losing their lives, and you worried about looting. Like, even in the letter, she was like, saying, you know, oh, I worry so much for my, my sons and my daughters and, you know, I don't want nothing to happen to them. It's just, you know, what's going on? You know, you never know who's next. And she was like, yeah, I, you know, I like people protesting, but the looting, you know, they don't need to be looting. And I was just like, like really, you worried about looting? Yeah, it's like, these are buildings, like, you know, you know, I, I don't, you know, me personally, it's just like, Uh, like I said, I don't get it. This is, you know, these are buildings. I understand 
this is people's property and all that. But most of them people got insurance. They, you know, they're they're going to be reimbursed for their stores or whatever. But people are angry, you know. And, you know, if you know burning down a building or looting the building or whatever they want to call it, is no different than when the countries go to war. When the countries go to war, you know, yeah. buildings get bombed. But I think I think the coronavirus is serious. I just think that this call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. I, I think also too, you know, it, it kind of struck hard, and being that people are wearing a lot more people are wearing masks, so there's a little bit more protection going on. But I I do think that the numbers are going to increase a little bit. But there's another point that you know I don't know if people is realizing too that go back to the looting and the burning of the buildings. People are putting, like you said, going out there and putting their lives on the line for Black Lives Matter, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people going out there protesting like that, knowing that this virus is out there, knowing that, like in America, over 100,000 people have died from this virus. So for people to go out there and do that, you know, that's more of something that says something about the people than anybody that's, you know, you know, terrorizing, breaking windows and looting or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That just goes to show you how fed up people is with this, what's going on, if they're willing to put yeah. their life on the line with the coronavirus. Yeah. You think there's a, there's a connection, a link to that? Yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm saying... People are putting their lives on the line. Like you said, people know that, you know, this virus kills people. So for people to yeah. go out in the street and the numbers that they're going out in the street to protest Black Lives Matter, knowing that, you know, there's mm-hmm. a real possibility they could catch the coronavirus with being mm-hmm. around all those people, that just says how important this is to people, not only in America, but around the world. Yeah. And that that right there should be, you know, talked about as well, and not, you know, what people are doing. This call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. Because, yeah, people are putting their lives at risk by doing what they're doing. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. That's true. So, yeah, I think, I think just people are just, they're so fed up with it that they're just like, who cares about Corona? Well, I'm so happy and delighted to see that the international community has stepped up mm-hmm. and, you know, stood and marched yeah. and protested with Black Lives Matter movement. I, I, I really appreciate it, and I'm grateful for it, and I'm impressed by it and surprised by it. Yeah. I've seen them actually mace a little kid. He, he couldn't have been, he had to be six or seven years old, a little boy. They missed him in the face, mm-hmm. you know. And we see what they done did to reporters out there trying to cover the story. And, you know, if you see that these police officers are this bold to do what they're doing, knowing that everybody is out there with cameras and basically filming and recording everything, imagine what they're doing when there's nobody around and nobody's recording. So, you know, yeah. this is yeah. part of the injustice that I speak of, and, you know, like I say, not just against me, 
there's plenty of people in prison who don't belong in prison and shouldn't be in prison. There's plenty of people in prison, as I said, who have longer sentences than they should have, which is an injustice and a miscarriage of justice as well. And then, you know, as we've seen what happened with George Floyd, we know the injustices that are taking people's lives out there. So, you know, these are the things that the people must, you know, not be like Lady Justice with a blindfold on, but be like Maad and see things correctly, see things through righteous eyes, see things through, you know, truth. That way, you know, we can try to heal the society and, you know, move towards a better society to where, and, you know, I'm not under no illusion that, you know, society is going to get rid of racism. I don't think that's something that people can um, really strive to do because you can't legislate and you can't make nobody think the way you want them to think. So I'm, 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 for me, it's not even about trying to get rid of racism. That's just a too difficult job to, for people to try to perform. But what we can do is ensure that we're not continuously bringing up generation after generation, generation of, you know, racist people or white supremacist people or whatever, you know, because that is an ideology and it's something that's taught. So that's what we can make corrections at, and that's what we could do to, you know, bring the society into harmony. There, who are breaking windows and breaking into stores. A lot of them are not part of the the movement. You know, those are just people taking advantage of the situation, you know, in mm-hmm. a lot of cases. And then in some cases, just people that, as we say, righteous anger. When you get righteously angry, yeah. this is what comes out of people who get righteously angry. You know, when that's what I mean. Like, some people out there, they're anarchists. The anarchists, you know, come mm-hmm. out through, doing rallies as well. And they're not necessarily a part of the Black Lives Matter movement. They're anarchists. So their whole goal is to cause destruction and chaos and do things of that nature. So, we, you know, we got to keep that in mind. You know, I'm quite sure there probably were some people from Black Lives who are, who are or support Black Lives Matter who were out there looting and smashing windows as well. But for the most part, those are anarchists doing stuff like that. And the police know that. They they know those are anarchists. This is something they see these people do. They done arrested some of them before, and they show up to all the rallies, no matter where they're at. But my my issue is this, you know, in, like what I was getting ready to say, when the United States invaded Iraq, uh, Rumsfeld, when, when the people in Iraq was looting mm-hmm. and burning stuff, Rumsfeld said that that was okay because it was a sign of freedom. So if looting and burning stores in Iraq was a sign of freedom, why is it over here when people loot and burn? Why is that not a sign of freedom? You know, this is the hypocrisy that people were talking about was going on in America, is that they like to talk about human rights in China, human rights in Russia, human rights in, in North Korea, human rights in Iran. You know, human rights for everybody else in the world, but when they commit human rights violations over here, nobody says anything. 
nobody's condemned their violations of human rights over here in America, and they committed human rights violations to African people descendants. This call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. For over 100 years, they've been doing this against us. You know, and not only, you know, as people over here fed up, as I said, you know, the international community is fed up about, you know, mm-hmm. seeing this and hearing it and talked about. But we just got to keep in mind and keep our focus on that buildings can be rebuilt. You know, yes, I understand this is somebody's property and they're disappointed and they're angry and I, that's valid. But a building can be rebuilt. A person who has a store more than likely has insurance. So insurance is going to cover any damage that happened to that store. George Floyd, mm-hmm. uh, the lady in Kentucky, uh, uh, Taylor, Miss Taylor that got killed in her home, the the guy who got killed in Ohio at the at the um, at the bar, you know, Aubrey Ahmad Aubrey, the, the other guy that the police yeah, killed yeah. in Kentucky, those are lies. They dead people. They're not coming back. Yeah, I know. You know, they they're not coming back. And so we can't focus on buildings, burning buildings. Burning buildings will be rebuilt when the fires and the embers are put out. Those lives that are dead are not coming back. So for me, it's not about, you know, yeah, I understand people don't want to see burning buildings, but, you know, when people are upset and people are angry about the same things continuously happening to them, this is the result. Of that, and that's why I say it's an uprising. It's not a riot. You know, the, uh, riot are the terms of the impressor to demonize the people who are angry. You know, and that's what this is not a riot. This is you know righteous anger, righteous uprising. You know, because what these people are upset about is just. We got to be careful not to focus on buildings and make sure we focus on the human lives that are being destroyed because I guarantee you when you know it comes to China or Russia or Iran, people focus on the lives, focus on the human bodies that are being affected. People don't focus on buildings. Yeah, yeah that's right. No. One point. Yes. If, people, if buildings are burned, yeah, they can be rebuilt. Yeah, lives can yes. cannot be rebuilt. Exactly. Let, let, That's let true. Let me read That's true. an ancient comedic proverb to you and to the people. It says, "There are two roads traveled by humankind: those who seek to leave, live; those who seek to live." Ma'at and those who seek to satisfy their animal passions. So, you know, that right there is something for the people, just a food for thought, you know, to give you something to think about when it comes to Ma'at and how you live your life, how you think, you know, and how you go about, you know, your actions in helping other people and doing, you know, right actions, right thinking, and, you know, right behavior. So 
That's what we want to be doing all around when it applies to the police, when it applies to the people in society, and when it applies to the environment. You know, the environment is part of my art as well when it comes to plants and animals. So, you know, we are stewards who must, you know, take care of the planet as well as we take care of each other. Thank you to everybody out there listening. I appreciate your ears, and I appreciate those who support me and advocate for me. That means a whole lot to me, so I thank you from the bottom of my heart and for my consciousness. And I encourage you to tell other people about the Free Ultra campaign and go check out the website at freeultra.com and purchase the Ma'at brand, which is a social justice, you know, merchandise uh, uh, enterprise that we're working on. And, uh, you know, continue to do, you know, just things. And when you see things going wrong in society, don't just watch, do something. Because, you know, it gives us all the opportunity to, Alright, so this was Ojere talking today. Thank you for listening. I say, we say, free Ojere.